0: Welcome back. Good to have you. The Bill Michaels Show, hour number three, getting underway on this Wednesday. Don't forget, coming up tonight, we're going to be at uh, Sunset Grill Pewaukee. Looking forward to it. Six to eight tonight. We're going to be there for the, uh, the Bill Michaels Huddle brought to you by our friends at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Joining us now on the hotline, our friend Andy Herman of the Pack of Day podcast. You can find him at Andy Herman NFL over on Twitter with some good breakdowns of film and footage and such. Andy, how you doing?
1: Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me.
0: So we were talking yesterday about some of the footage that's out there. Uh, you know, I, I'm sure you get to the 22. I get the 22. I look at it. I think about uh, some of the things that I see and I'm kind of like, OK, what what is going on here that I'm missing? uh Aaron Rodgers there are times where he's got guys wide open and chooses not to throw the football in that direction. Sometimes he's hitting a guy in the face with a helmet and a, another time it's a very very underthrown pass, weird pass coming out of his hand to a guy like David Bakhtiari. Give me your thoughts right now on where this offense is.
1: Yeah, it's funny that you say, you know, you're kind of throwing your hands up wondering what's going on. Um, I joked earlier this week, this this game led uh, my all-time viewing record of times I threw my hands up in the air watching the film and wondering what the heck was going on because it's just really difficult to, you know, sort of parse and try to figure out What is going on? Why are things not clicking the way that they're supposed to? You see Josh Myers snapping it on the wrong count. You see Sammy Watkins running a a slant when he's supposed to be running a fade. Uh, You see Rodgers hitting linebackers in the face mask, as you mentioned. Guys running wide open in the middle of the field. Receivers not catching passes they're supposed to catch. It's just... A little bit of everything and it's so disconcerting because it's not a one week issue this is something that's been going on all season long and the inability to get almost any of it fixed is just confusing at this point so as far as rogers goes you know uh, I did a big breakdown today uh, on some of the things that have sort of gone wrong with Rogers. It clearly, first of all, the supporting cast I don't think is is what was expected, uh, and, and probably what he needs at this point. I think Tom Oates did a great you know tweet yesterday of how you know when Rodgers was in his prime, he had all these amazing wide receivers, and right you know Allen Lazard is number one, he wouldn't even make. The team, you know, if you go back and look at some of those wide receiver groups, and there's certainly a level of truth to that. I think when you look at what this Packers team was expecting, and clearly the game plan going into this year was you know, have a better defensive side of the, the ball, have a better special teams and then really sort of have Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur kind of carry this offense and surely an Aaron Rodgers-led offense would still get you to about 24 points per game with which a better defense and special teams should give you an opportunity to win. I think their thought was, hey, this guy's Superman. He can get us the points that we need almost individually and it looks like a quarterback right now that no longer can do that. He can't just lift everything on his own. He need He's at that point in his career where he needs the pieces around him to be successful and i don't think green bay's certainly done a good enough job of putting those pieces around him now to be fair when you're making the percentage of the salary cap that he's making uh, part of that onus is sort of on you is to, to lift everyone up and to get everyone playing at a higher level and that hasn't happened either so uh, bill we could go in a million different directions of what's wrong but there's a million different fingers to point at a million different things right now
0: so, it, well, here's the next question, and I know we've been asking this all season long, and I don't think there is—I uh, don't personally don't think it is. But do you think this is fixable?
1: Uh, this season, I, I think they could do things that would make them more respectable for the remainder, you know, remainder of the season. Uh, But fixable in the extent of going on a winning streak to get them into the playoffs or make them competitive for the remainder of the season? Uh, No, I don't think so. And I think things probably have to get worse before they get better. They borrowed a lot of money from future salary caps uh, to pay for this team to try to go all in for one more season to try to keep that window open for as long as possible. Uh, And that bill is going to come due, you know, specifically this offseason, but even going further than that, Aaron Rodgers contract is abysmal going into next season and what they can do or what they can't do maybe more importantly having him retire isn't great cutting him is not great trading him is not great there's no real great option and then you have him coming back with a team that you're probably going to have to gut because you're paying him a bunch of money and have already borrowed money from the cap from for you know to pay for last season and this season they're just going to be really behind the eight ball and it's tough to see how Brian Gutekunst could potentially put together a team that's even better than the team right now and this team is sitting at three and what three and six coming off their fifth straight loss so um yeah it, it, it's not great and like i said it's probably gonna get worse before it gets better
0: so okay let's let's look at next season then if, if that's where we're gonna go and start looking at salaries and such do you do you think there's enough there and enough capability to field not just a competitive team but to put this whole thing back on the on the track to say, you know, they may have a legitimate shot at still getting deep into the postseason and or, God forbid, a Super Bowl?
1: Yeah, so if if we're talking like next season, right? So as bad as everything broke this season and pretty much everything broke bad, um, I think it's not super out of the realm of possibility that things could swing back in the other direction. I think if all of a sudden, and again, I'm not necessarily predicting this, but if all of a sudden Bakhtiari and Elton Jenkins start playing like, you know, all pro players and Bakhtiari can actually stay healthy, Josh Myers and John Runyon Jr. Uh, start playing the way that they, they're capable of. Yash Nyman's look more than respectable at right tackle since that move. And that offensive line comes together. You probably end up potentially with a top 10 pick in the draft. Maybe you can finally get an explosive playmaker on the outside that can open up the offense a little bit more. Um, I'm not saying that this player exists next year, but look at what Garrett Wilson is doing for the Jets. That type of player Justin Jefferson did for the Vikings. You all of a sudden get that type of player in. Somehow find a way to get Aaron Jones back. And you have the talent on defense. Rashawn Gary is going to have to come back from a torn ACL, but you've got a Kenny Clark, a Jair Alexander. You know, you've got pieces like they just have to start playing really the way that we've seen a lot of these players be capable of playing a season ago two seasons ago and to have a few things break in the right direction find another result Douglas that may seem unrealistic but um, this is still a very talented football team that hasn't played up to their potential and you get a couple breaks next year that go your way and yeah I don't I don't think that it's completely within the realm of impossibility that they could have a bounce back season at some point next year
0: Def- defensively, how do you think they've played? Because, I mean, numerically, I mean, there are times where it's the fire Joe Barry, just as the same we've heard, you know, for forever, whatever defensive coordinator there was. If they're not hitting and taking guys' heads off, everybody needs to be fired. But statistically speaking, and for what they've been built to withstand versus what they've actually withstood, they've not played horribly. I mean, they've played poorly at times, but it ha- this, this is not, by any stretch of the imagination, the defense's fault.
1: No, I would definitely agree with you. At least at minimum, it's probably the least of the Packers worries right now. I think the first thing we need to look at is how this defense was built, right? So this defense was very much built, in my opinion, to have, you know, to play against teams when they're up, when they have an offense that's really good, an Aaron Rodgers-led offense that's putting points on the board. And if, if all of a sudden this defense was in a position where they were playing from ahead for the majority of the game and they didn't have to consistently be worried about the opposing team running the football and having every play at their disposal at all times, I think you'd see a lot better defense than we've seen so far. This is a defensive backfield that is meant for coverage. Jair Alexander, Eric Stokes, Razul Douglas, Amos, and Savage are far better coverage players than they are specifically uh, set up to be run defending, tackling defensive backs. Specifically, Jair, Stokes, and Savage. That's not their forte. That's not what they're good at. Um, This linebacker core, Devondre Campbell and uh, Quay Walker was set up to have that speed in the at the linebacking core to be able to cover. Um, right now, Quay is a little bit undersized and not physical enough at the point of attack to consistently hold up against the run. And we know this defensive front is spe- you know, specifically Rashawn Gary, Kenny Clark, Preston Smith. Those guys want to get after the quarterback. And I think the fact that this defense has had to do so much of the heavy lifting and play in consistent games where they're either losing down double digits at times, um, or at least the game is close or even, um, it doesn't really allow them to do what they really want to be able to do which is get after the quarterback get in some third and long situations obviously passing downs and really be able to do what they do best so um, I, I think this defense has been um, you know poor in opportune times I look at this Lions game as a perfect example of that you have the the Lions getting the ball right before halftime or right before halftime and they go down the field and score eight to kind of give them the momentum in the game and then Green Bay finally gets the the touchdown to get make it eight to six And immediately, what does the defense do? They allow the team, I think, to go 13, the lines to go 13 plays, 70 yards for a touchdown, and make it a two possession game. Overall, they allow basically, you know, two scoring drives the entire game. Uh, But they kind of come at the most inopportune, worst times, right when Green Bay was maybe having a chance to get into things, specifically in that second half. So things to work on, but probably the least of Green Bay's issues right now.
0: Yeah, I go back to the offense, and you talked about David Bakhtiari. He's in, then he's out. Uh, We don't get specific answers as to his health and how he is doing. Uh, You can't continue this. Uh, My guess is that with his salary cap hit, unless there's some kind of a massive restructure, he's not going to be here next year, right?
1: I would tend to agree. And there's obviously always complications here because of who your quarterback is and who the quarterback's best friends are and what his relationships are and those sort of things. Listen, uh, David Bakhtiari is a phenomenal football player, one of the, the you know great all-time Packers, surefire Packer Hall of Famer, and you know even when he's in right now, he's their best offensive lineman when he's in the game. So it's it's tough to just be like you know you like you don't want to jettison that guy. You don't want to just be like all right, we got to cut him um, because of a, a few of those reasons, right? But at some time when you're paying him the amount that you are. Uh, You need some sort of reliability and it's the old cliche super lame adage that the best, you know, ability is availability and right now not only is it inconsistent, but like it's one thing to be in and out like week by week or things like that. But like you, you don't even know going into a game if he's going to be able to finish the game or how many snaps he's going to be able to play, which really uh, puts your offensive line behind the eight ball, especially when we know how important continuity is along the offensive line you look at his contract moving forward; they can basically basically get out of all of his 2024 salary cap hit if they move on this offseason and kind of split the 2023 cap, cap hit between 23 and 24. Um, there will be a real possibility that that happens. As devastating and as frustrating as that is for a, a once all-time great Green Bay Packer.
0: So I and I, uh, you know, I feel bad that uh, David Bakhtari would go out that way, but I mean, it's Agreed. almost two years, man. It's just. <laughs> You know, if you yep. can't play, can't play effectively, I, I appreciate the fact that he has tried to come back and done anything and everything in so many different surgeries and wants to earn that money. But at some point, you got to say, David, enough. Uh, it's it's This has got to come to an end because all you're doing is the uncertainty and hurting the team, in a sense, and, and not getting that cohesiveness up front on that line of scrimmage. You, you, you're going to have to move on. I don't know if Zach Tom's the real deal or not, but certainly we're getting at least a little bit of a look at him, I guess, right? Oh, do we lose Andy? I'll get him back. Andy be gone. We lost Andy. Well, let's do this. Let's take a quick break. We'll try to get Andy back because Andy was fanned. He's rolling. Andy's rolling. So let's do that. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back, get Andy back. Oh, nope. We got Andy back. Let's go. Is Andy there? Andy. There we go. Sorry about that. I don't know if it was us or you, but regardless, uh, I was talking about, you know, at least we've gotten a chance to look at Zach Tom and a little bit of maybe the offensive line future, right?
1: Yeah, no, and I think that's been one of the the few promising things for this season is Green Bay has had the opportunity to get a a look at some of these rookies, and overall, I think the results have been fairly promising. Samori Touré, Romeo Dobbs, now Zach Tom, Kingsley, and Igbari is going to get a lot of playing time with Rashawn Gary out, and there's certainly some some promising returns there. I think it's probably time to see a little bit more of Devontae Wyatt. There's really nothing to lose at this point. His flashes on tape are still really, really fun. Um, He's a high-effort, high-energy player, which is exciting. He plays with far too high of pad level, doesn't have great leverage, needs to work on his technique, which I guarantee is why he's not out there Uh, but man the the flashes and the ability are are extremely fun Um, so yeah I think even Christian Watson I know he's not been able to stay healthy but we've seen a couple of those flashes in some of the plays he's been able to make lately so I think there's some real promising you know return on and the results from some of these rookies, and, and I'm right there with you. I don't know if Zach Tom's going to be uh, a future starting left tackle or what he ultimately ends up being, but really th- these last couple games really struggled at the very beginning of the game but then got kind of a foothold in the game and, uh, and, and played really well after that. So I'm excited to see what Tom can do moving forward.
0: Well, that was going to be my next question. With some of the young guys, uh, we've seen Romeo Dobbs. Clearly, he started to emerge before the injury. Christian Watson has had a few flashes, but he just can't stay healthy. And, you know, maybe just – and I'm hoping this off season Christian Watson goes away. He's able to get healthy. He comes back and trains like an NFL wide receiver, really begins to kind of put it together and then, you know, has this resurgence or an insurgence next year to where he can actually become a viable piece of the offense. I don't think that the picks are terrible. I just think that not having a veteran and or two to really, truly help Aaron Rodgers in this offense has been so incredibly detrimental.
1: Yeah, I think they they went quantity instead of quality, right? With the wide receiver position specifically, they they move on from Devonte Adams, they move on from uh, MBS. and to some lesser extent, Equanimee Saint Brown. All three of those players are gone, and they had you know Alan Lazard, they had had Randall Cobb, Amari Rogers. They they needed to add pieces to that room and instead of going like, hey, we're going to move up aggressively in the draft to get a Garrett Wilson or a Chris Olave, or we're going to go sign a big free agent, or we're going to trade for somebody, uh, try for a Metcalf or a McLaurin or someone like that, uh, they decided to sort of just go the the quantity approach, and they draft a guy in the second round, they draft a guy in the fourth round, they draft a guy, and they bring in a Sammy Watkins on the cheap, and I think the hope was that Hey, like we've had success bringing in a guy like Devondre Campbell or Rick Wagner and some of these guys on cheap, and they perform much better in Green Bay than they did elsewhere. There was no sign that Sammy Watkins was going to be the answer. And it, like, some of those situations, like, well, maybe he just needs to be in the right offense or with the right quarterback. He played with Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. Like, it's not like all of a sudden he's going to get a different quarterback and it's just going to click. It wasn't there. I don't know why they kind of thought it was going to be there in Green Bay. It hasn't been. And then, yeah, I think the, the, the flashes from all three of the rookies have been promising. And I think if you told me two years from now that the, the trio of Watson and Toure and, uh, and Dobbs was a really good starting trio in the NFL, I, I wouldn't doubt you one bit. I think that's within the realm of possibility. But this team wasn't playing for 2024 or 2025. They were playing for 2022 and to not address that position with a more bona fide starter that they could know would be a number one wide receiver um, was certainly baffling and a choice and, and probably the wrong one.
0: Real quick before I let you go, should they have made a move for a true wide receiver at the trade deadline in your opinion?
1: No, I'm, I'm so glad they didn't, especially after we saw this game against the Lions. I think it would have been fool's gold. I think maybe they get an extra win or two. Maybe they get that win against the Lions. But th- this team is is not right right now. They're not healthy. They're not uh, functioning the way that they're supposed to. The, the acquiring of a wide receiver would not have fixed the offensive line issues, the tackling issues, all of it. And I think ultimately it would have been uh, a Band-Aid on a fatal wound. And it just wouldn't have helped all that much. In the meantime, you take away a, a, a probably a very important draft asset moving forward.
0: Good stuff as always Andy I appreciate it and uh, we will chat again soon, I'm sure okay thanks so much Bill appreciate you Thanks pal talk to you soon there you go Andy Herman of the Pack-A-Day podcast you can find him at Andy Herman NFL at Andy Herman NFL over on Twitter and really really good stuff I I he's makes sense I mean you know as he said, it would have been putting a Band-Aid on a fatal wound if they would have made a move but uh, you kind of wonder if the Packers would have had enough offense to win the game against detroit change some things and move forward you kind of wonder uh, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there lisa lee Ortell real estate uh, and she can help you with all the real estate needs uh, whether you're looking to buy sell invest gotta gotta get a hold of her over on facebook or you can email her lisa moves wi at gmail.com lisa moves wi at com and if you're looking to sell you're looking to buy I know right now rates and such in the banking industry it's a little bit uh, volatile but she's got a way of navigating you through it call her 414-617-6798 414-617-6798 gmail.com. they got a team of experts that she works with they can help you get that 1% closing cost credit up to 3 grand and help you get some free mortgage re- or refinancing right now on loans closed this year If you choose to do so, all you got to do is go uh, give her a buzz and ask for her by name and ask her for all the details. Again, 414-617-6798. She is also certified as a condo specialist. So get a hold of Lisa Lee or tell and uh, tell her her we said hi. Good stuff. Uh, Let's do this. We're going to take a quick break, come back. We got a lot more to get to. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michaels Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Good to have you back, The Bill Michaels Show. We continue on. Hey, uh, don't forget next season for the speed enthusiast in your life. Uh, the speed enthusiast maybe goes down to Great Lakes Dragway Union Grove. Go to Great Lakes com. That's Great Lakes uh and get yourself a 2023 season pass for the speed lover in your life. There you go. Great Lakes com. They're good people down there. They run a lot of good stuff, a lot of good fun. 877 867 1670. If you want to find us, please feel free. Again, 877 867 1670. By the way, uh, we'll have Matt LaFleur coming up here in just a little bit. But uh, no updates right now um, on Eric Stokes. Uh, Hope to find out a little bit later on this week uh, the significance of that injury. It didn't look good, though. Didn't look good at all. So nothing there right now. Uh, Fred says, uh, I do not like catering to Aaron Rodgers. I would say sit him, tell him to sit down and shut up. And then put Jordan Love in, find out what he has. You need to know. And if Aaron doesn't understand that, then you cut him loose. Fred, that is a very how do I look at this? Um, it is a very much you're gonna, you know, you're gonna do what I say type of stuff. It, it, you're not gonna do that with Aaron Rodgers. You just you're just not. Um <laughs> It's, you're paying the guy a bunch of money to be your quarterback. Yes, you have to figure out what you've got in Jordan Love. But I keep saying, look, the the bottom line is this. For for people behind closed doors, it, they know. They know what they have in Jordan Love. Now, you know, there was a lot of talk about him becoming more of a leader and coming in with more confidence this year and, and yada, yada, yada. Okay, that's great. But from week nine last year when he prepped for the Kansas city game from week nine on through the remainder of the year going into the postseason Rogers remember had COVID toe. he was not even whatever they want to call it, whatever the hell that is he was not even taking starters reps it was all Jordan Love all the time so you know to me the loudest statement the loudest statement was Devontae Adams saying, you know, I love Jordan, but, and then stopped short of saying, but he's not the guy. That was a guy that worked with him every day. Every day. Is Jordan Love a quality quarterback, a good quarterback? I, I don't know what your level of good is. I don't know what your level of quality is. I don't know what your, is he mediocre? Is he above mediocre? I, it, I don't think he's great. If he's great, then they would have moved on. They would have told Rodgers, take your your sack of complaints and go. But I but but they didn't. And that spoke loudly. I keep saying sometimes what's not said speaks the loudest. You know? Yeah, you know, Devontae liked Derek Carr. But if put it this way, if if he had a a thought that, you know, hey, Roger's handing it off to, to Jordan Love, and Jordan Love's a guy, man. Because everybody knew Rodgers was good. You know, you didn't see it consistently in games, but everybody behind the scenes knew Rodgers was good when Favre was leaving. They knew what they had. They're not, <laughs> they're not doing that with, with Jordan Love. They're not begging, you know, others to, to leave, so to speak. So I, and this whole thing about, well, you got to see what Jordan Love's got. I think the people that, that make the decisions know. You know, I think the people that make the decisions know. They know what they have in Jordan Love. 877-867-1670. When we come back, we're going to hear today's presser, Matt LaFleur, uh, talking to the media. Don't forget, coming up after the top of the hour, Wayne Laramie, the voice of the Green Bay Packers, going to be joining us as well. Tonight, we've got the Bill Michaels Huddle. And we're going to be live out at Sunset Grill out in Pewaukee Lake from uh, 6 to 8. Brought to you by our friends over there at Bud Light. They are the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. Looking forward to that. And uh, also, as I mentioned a little bit earlier, don't forget, uh, we're going to be out there this evening. And they have got uh, some good drink specials going on as well. So come on out and see us tonight. Pewaukee Lake, that's the place to go. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Go to PellaWI.com. That's PellaWI.com. Get give them a call now. Zero interest, zero payments, no money down. Two years, two years right now for your home. Make it more economical. Get them in now. Get get them out to your home. Measure them up. Get signed, and then try to get them manufacturing those things as quick as possible before we get into the dead throes of winter. Because you want to get your house economical the quickest you can possibly get there. Right? Get into your get into a new year with a brand new style of home, if you will. Good stuff from our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Go to PellaWI.com. Matt LaFleur coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michaels Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Now, in Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens.
2: The Packers getting ready to host the Dallas Cowboys here on Sunday. Cowboys owner Jerry Jones says that Aaron Rodgers throw to Jared Cook to set up a Mason Crosby field goal to win the divisional playoffs back in 2016 in Dallas was tough, but he's still upset about a play the year before here at Lambeau Field.
0: You've had some tough battles with Aaron Rodgers over the years. Is there is there any player you can think of that, that's caused you more football heartache? That
2: uh, pass he threw out here that he threw on the sideline that at the end of the ballgame, it seems like because he's quarterback. It seems like he's made the plays. The biggest heartbreak uh, play he wasn't involved in, and that was the one of Des Bryant when uh, they ruled he didn't have the catch. That's the one that stands out the most. Jones on the fan in Dallas. We spoke to Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy on the phone who says that coaches get fired, but being let go by the Packers with still four games left to play and the schedule left what he calls a dent in his family. You know, the exit you know, definitely was, was not a fan of. And, you know, it, it left a dent with our family. But with the year off,
0: the opportunity to, to, be, to be together and do the things we did, you know, I think in hindsight, turns out to
2: be, be one of the best things that we were able to go through. So how will McCarthy be received before this Sunday's game? Aaron Rodgers on the McAfee Show.
0: I'm going to give him a big old hug. I can tell you that yes. much. I see Mike. Uh, shared some messages the past, uh, past couple weeks, and I know it means a lot to him to come back. I really do hope the reception for him is as warm as it, it needs to be.
2: That's Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show.
0: Did our guy Fritz out there, the sheriff, win? That's the only political thing that I'll do. Just an FYI. <laughs> just, just checking. Did Fritzy win last night? Uh, I uh, I got a couple of people that did text me. That we uh, were in lacrosse over the last couple of days, it said they did get a chance to stop at Buzzard Billy's. Love the Cajun catfish, and I got to agree with you there. But they got some good drinks, and you go upstairs at the Starlight Lounge, great place to go. But uh, I don't know. I, I had uh, Matt had texted me, or not texted me, but uh, hit me up uh, on Twitter and said, "Hey, did your guy Fritz win out in lacrosse last night?" And I don't know. Let me know. Let me know if Fritzie won. Uh, speaking of tweets, uh, so Matt Steinman, is, tell me no. By the way.
2: He say no win.
0: he didn't he did not win oh my goodness that's a shame Fritzy's good dude man uh matt schneidman says uh players uh n- on the 53 not practicing today no rogers no baktiari no elton jenkins no rashawn gary obviously romeo dubs no eric stokes no sammy watkins no devondre campbell no chris barnes no shamar jean charles no Aaron Jones, by the way, is practicing today. So that's that's one banged-up team right there. I don't care who you are. That is one banged-up team out there. Man, oh, man. Uh, 877-867-1670. Robert says, uh, if they sit Aaron Rodgers and play Jordan Love, how mad is Rodgers going to be, and does that put us into a financial cap situation? Well, we went through that a little bit earlier, and this whole thing is, is moot, okay? Let me say this. Let, let's 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 put this to bed. All right. Unless Rodgers gets hurt, he's not going to to sit. Okay. There's a couple of reasons why. First of all, because until they're mathematically eliminated, you continue to play like you want to win. That's first. Secondly, you still got to get on the same page with the young guys. You still got to get this offense functioning in some semblance of order heading into next year. Thirdly, you, you're paying a man a ton of money, right? You're, you're paying him a ton, ton of money, and if you want this thing to work out, as we heard uh, a little bit earlier um, when we were talking with uh, um, uh, our guy, uh, Mark Schofield, and we were talking with uh, our guys over at Andy Herman and the Pack A Day podcast and such, we were talking with those guys about would you sit Rodgers. You're not going to piss him off and then kind of throw away next year unless you know he's not coming back. If you know he's not coming back, you've got to defer some money, okay, whatever. There's some things to be made. If you know you're going to trade him away, okay, you understand it. But l- let me just say this. For all the speculation, would you, should you, could you, You know, will there be an opportunity? An opportunity may present itself. But they are not going to sit Aaron Rodgers. Not going to happen. Not going they're not going to just sit him unless, of course, they're saying, you know what? The thumb is not healing. It's really banged up. We want to make sure he's good to go later down the road. OK, you can use that as an excuse. But if Rogers looks at this as like, hey, I'm just trying to salvage something. And between you, me and the fence post, we all know he's going to want some more statistics out of this thing. This is going to end up being probably one of his worst statistical seasons ever. And he's going to try to build more touchdowns and keep away from the picks and keep that touchdown-to-interception ratio, which is one of the best, if not the best, in all of football ever, he's going to make sure that he keeps that thing separate and and keeps that going in a positive direction the best he can. So I I really believe he's going to continue to play. He's going to continue to try to at at least lift this team up, lift up the guys around him, statistically add to his his repertoire and, and go on. That's what I believe. Coming up next, the voice of the Green Bay Packers, Wayne Larrabee is going to join us. Stay right where you're at. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. Another hour yet to go. Don't forget, coming up tonight, we're going to be at the Sunset Grill in Pewaukee, six to eight tonight. Brought to you by our friends at Bud Light. They are the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. It's the Huddle coming up tonight, six to eight, Sunset Grill in Pewaukee. I will see you out there. Stay tuned. Another hour yet to go. Wayne Larrabee coming up next. The Bill Michael Show podcast.